Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. I'm a Charlotte Hornets YouTuber and podcaster, and Happy New Year! Hope everyone had a nice and wonderful New Year's Eve. You stayed safe out there. Good holidays and all of that. We're in 2022, and the Hornets still riding that roller coaster, right? As of right now, as I'm recording this, it is Wednesday. No, that's a lie. It's Thursday. <laughs> it is Thursday, January 6th, as I'm recording this. Uh, the Hornets just whooped Detroit's ass <laughs> last night. Well, I'm going to talk about that in a second. If a game like that feels good after what we've been through lately. So you take those when you can. I know Detroit's a drive, but you take those wins when you can get them, right? The Hornets right now are 20 and 19 in the Eastern Conference, sitting in at the eighth seed between the Raptors and the Wizards. Um, so they don't play again until Saturday. Um, so that the standings are going to change quite a bit with the Hornets being inactive right now. Uh, but, you know, the worst things in the world. I'll take this. I'll take it as in stride. All right. <laughs> take this in stride. Uh, so I'm going to talk about the Pistons matchup and these upcoming games here shortly. Um, but also wanna, I'm also going to talk about the uh, all-star votes. The first fan returns have come in. I'm getting into all that LaMelo, Mouse Bridges, represented there, things you love to see. But before I get into any of that, I want to say thank you to BetOnline for sponsoring this podcast. As always, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B. L-E-A-V, all one word. All the information, by the way, for this is in the description if you need help uh, spelling it. But it's part of the name of the show. Believe, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 21-2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. Bet online where the game starts. All right. The newest thing, all right, I'm a, is the all-star voting. I just want to talk about this first because this is really weird. I need to preface this. If you're not, if you're unfamiliar with how this works, the fans, the fans vote right? Their vote represents 50% of the formula to determine the all-star starters. So at, that's why this is important, okay? It's really not that important when you look at names like Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson. Kyrie just came back. We haven't seen Clay yet. It's kind of a joke. Clay Thompson, 367,000 votes. He has more votes than Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Dame Lillard, Westbrook, and Edwards. It's weird, y'all. Stop it. Stop doing this. <laughs> Stop voting for guys who aren't playing basketball, man. It ruins it. It makes it weird, man. On the other side of things, 
The West is just as guilty as the Eastern Conference, all right? Kyrie Irving, he's sixth in the guard vote. 267,000 votes. More votes than Derrick Rose, Tyler Hero, Darius Garland, and Fred Van Vliet, which is actually a shame because Van Vliet's balling. And it's actually insane that Kyrie has almost more than double what Fred Van Vliet has right now. But the fan vote, fans are fans. You know, it's a popularity contest. It's fine, but it's weird. On the Hornet side of things, though, all right, we got two boys represented right now in the front court and in the guard spots. LaMelo is fifth in the Eastern Conference when you're looking at guards. It goes DeRozan, well-deserved. Harden, well-deserved. Trey Young, well-deserved. Zach Levine, LaMelo Ball. And then it gets weird with Kyrie in there. It's a big drop-off, honestly, between LaMelo and Kyrie. Um, and then LaMelo has a ways to go to catch up to Zach Levine. Like a ways, like just under 300,000 between those two. Um, it's actually mental. And I'm glad, to, I'm also really, really glad DeMar DeRozan is getting the shine he deserves. Like by far and away, the leading vote getter at this stage, right? Like Steph is crushing it in the guard department for the West. Like LeBron has like 400,000 roughly more votes than Jokic in the Western Conference. And then the East, Giannis and Kevin Durant. Actually, I'm going to say that in verse. I don't know why I said it like that. Kevin Durant's one, Giannis is two. And then there's a decent drop off as you go down to Embiid and then Tatum and the rest of the gang. But for LaMelo and Miles, it's great to see that they're represented here. I, I have no doubt LaMelo would be represented in this list. But with Bridges, he never really know. And he... He has, he has a nice little cushion with, with uh, Aldridge and uh, Vooch behind him. Uh, it's going to be tough, though, for him to make that final team. Really, really tough. Um, I, think he, I think he deserves it, but I don't think he's going to get the credit he deserves um, nationally, internationally, uh, to make that final push into the team. Maybe the coaches and, and, um, and his fellow players will, will recognize this and maybe get a reserve spot. But... As far as the starter goes, I think that's out of the question for Bridges. And then for, uh, for Mello, eh, maybe, 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 you know, um, he almost got, <laughs> he's, he's definitely good enough, definitely good enough to get in that mix, but it's hard to put any like real, like, uh, credence, I guess, or, uh, credibility. It's probably a better word of putting it behind these, these votes because of what I've mentioned off the top with Clay Thompson and, and Kyrie being firmly represented here, um, which is just utter insanity for me. Like, come on. Why are they even eligible to be voted for? Like, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Mental. But we got a long way to go. And if you're into that type of thing, congrats. Like, this is cool. This is cool. Like, I'm not here to crap on your, your experience here. But hopefully things balance out a little bit more. I need the coaching staff and, uh, <laughs> and the players to, to recognize what's going on here. It's actually insane. I, can't, I still can't get over it. We, but I shouldn't be surprised. This happens all the time um, in all sports. So it's, yeah, it was just one of those things. So if you haven't voted already, please do. Show some love to LaMelo. Show some love to Miles Bridges. I, sure, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, surely you're already voting for LaMelo and Miles and the rest of the gang. So no, you don't need me to tell you to do that. <laughs> but I'm sure you're doing it already. So if you haven't, go do that. All right. Cool. Moving on. Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Kelly Oubre Jr. Fourth quarter, 
did a madness. All right. Eight three pointers made in the quarter. Could have been nine if you, you know, if it was for Jalen McDaniels dunking it when he should have, like, I love you, Jalen. Uh, Jalen McDaniels is, a, I like him a lot. I'm kidding when I say this, but it, it, people are getting on the coach for benching Kelly Oubre in that scenario. First off, when you're up 30 points, you can't, you cannot, man. You, you cannot continue to chuck up threes. Uh, so at some point he had to come off the floor. It, it needed to happen at some point. There's a level of sportsmanship and respect that needs to happen in a blowout like that when a guy's chasing a record. Like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Otherwise, you're asking for an ass whipping, all right? And last thing we need is any of our players to get suspended because of fighting. And we've seen Detroit likes to get mixy time and time again. So it's it's just there's that, right? There's that side of things. Sportsmanship is important, all right, at all levels, in all in all parts of the game. The other piece of it, Jalen McDaniels should have passed the ball instead of dunking it right before that timeout. <laughs> I was on live, I was uh, streaming live on my YouTube channel, youtube.com, Sam Dracula, slash Sam Dracula, if you want to check out um, any of that stuff. But I was, I was trying to get my chat to boo Jalen McDaniels instead of the coach because he needed to come out at some point. And the last opportunity for, uh, for, uh, for Ubre to get a shot off, uh, another three attempt up, was uh, taken away by Jalen McDaniels. I think Eric Collins voiced his disple- displeasure in a, a tongue-in-cheek type of way. But no, in all sincerity, uh, Kelly Oubre went off um, in a major fashion, and it just speaks volumes. I think we've seen guys like Hayward last year, right, came into this new uh, situation. He, felt, he talked about this, I think, with the Observer at the time, that he felt the love here in Charlotte from the coaching staff, from the front office, from the fan base, for the most part, that they wanted him. They wanted him to be here. And he felt good in this basketball situation. He saw that in his play before he got hurt. Ubre, I get the same kind of vibes. The Hornets wanted him, right? They, they went out and got him. I know there's some questions about his offensive ability, offensive ability coming into this game is from a shooting point of view specifically and it's fair criticism because he's a career 33 percent three-point shooter for a small forward a perimeter player in 2022 that is bad all right ah sorry not bad that's average at best okay this year 38 percent through 39 games. He's played in every single game. Kelly Oubre has been an incredible, incredible addition to this roster, man. And when I think back again, I'm going to talk about this until my, my, my cheeks turn blue, man. But Malik Monk departure, Devontae Graham departure. I was w- wondering where the offense was going to come from. I did not expect Kelly Oubre to be delivering this at all. My man has been feeling it and is playing the best basketball offensively than he has in his entire career. Now his points per game were, were, were higher in, at previous points. Okay. The volume is there, but you know, he's a lesser, he's playing a lesser role here in Charlotte. Sometimes he starts, sometimes he comes off the bench. It, it, it kind of gives and goes versus for instance, um, his last year in Phoenix, he was, he scored 18 points per game, right? Almost 19. He was a starter there, 
right? He was a starter for Golden State, 15 points per game last year. This year, 16.6. He's shooting 38% from three, 46% from the field. He's playing great defense. He's running the floor massively. He seems to have gelled really nicely with the rest of his teammates. It's been a great situation for all parties. So like this signing just looks better every single game. And even early on, when he was having those games where you shoot 50% from the th- from three and 20% from three, just alternating back to back to back to back. He's found a stroke of, of consistency that's been really nice to rely upon where it's a point where you're like, all right, this team has Lamelo, Terry, uh, Hayward, PJ, Miles, Oubre now, um, Cody Martin. I think I will stop there, I would say. Seven guys that can play crunch time minutes for this team, right? Um, offensively and defensively in whatever scenario you're looking for that I feel I would love out there at any given time, any combination of those seven guys. If you want to put Mason Plumlee in that mix, fair play. I'm not going to argue it. But I don't know. If we, I, well, I do know. We didn't have that last year. And Kelly Oubre is a big piece of that, as well as like Cody Martin's elevation included. This is lovely stuff. I love Kelly Oubre. I'm so glad he's part of this franchise. Also, 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 salute to uh, PJ Washington making his big return after missing a few games with, um, with health and safety protocols. He's been like basically yo-yoing back and forth with, with his availability for the past few games, and he finally got the green light to return yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So he missed uh, the Rockets game, the Pacers game, the Suns game, and the Wizards game. And now he made his return, played 24 minutes in his first game back, which I was wondering about, like, how, how much are you going to play, PJ, you know? And there's a decent amount of that in garbage time, which is good, you know, getting his legs and lungs ready um, after missing all that time off. But in his return, 14 points, eight rebounds, four assists, a steal. Excellent stuff, right? 50% from the field. Sorry, sorry. 50% from three, 67% from the field. PJ and Kelly off the bench is a, is a, it's a nice thing. <laughs> it's a nice thing to have, man. And it's per the timing is so, is so good, man. The Wizards loss sucked. It hurt. Like it was a bummer. It was a really big bummer. I, I, the, the Phoenix loss, was more like substantial. We lost by 34 points to the Suns, but the Suns could win a title. All right. I'm not, I don't care. I don't care. I am. So I don't, I'm not going to apologize for it. I don't care if we lost to the Suns, we should lose to the Suns. The Suns can win the whole thing. I care about that loss to the Wizards. That's such a, a, a more de, de, uh, debilitating loss uh, for me as a fan, speaking into this microphone, than that Suns won, especially because we had that game won, y'all. That was our game. We, we have the Wizards number on the season and we let it slip. So the question was like, all right, th- this Detroit game is a must win. A, to make up for what happened previously, right? The, the Eastern Conference where the Hornets are, are, are kind of slotted outside of the top five, I would say. So you have the Bulls, Nets, Bucks, and Heat. I think that's the top four the rest of the way. The Sixers are iffy. I think the fifth spot is gettable by a lot of teams. Hornets included. So I'm going to read them off. Sixers, Cavs, Raptors, Hornets, Wizards, um, Celtics, Knicks, and Hawks. Those are the teams in the mix that anyone in any order, you can shuffle from 5 to 12. Any of those teams can switch places, I think, throughout this year. Like, no one's completely out of it unless you're the Pacers, Pistons, or Magic, right? So these games where you, you lose a game that you shouldn't in the first place, right? 
and you have a game like aka Wizards, um, and then this game against the Pistons, like, all right, here's an opportunity to make up for our misstep previously. It's like, okay, this is what this team needs to see. It was a blowout, especially a definitive win, a team win, everybody getting involved. Uh, LaMelo almost getting a triple-double. He didn't play at all in the fourth quarter. Uh, we were joking about that on stream because he needed, I think, two assists uh, to get that, that triple-double, and he didn't, he didn't start the fourth quarter. And you know what? It's fine. We got the win, all right? We have a lot of basketball left. There's more important things than LaMelo getting a triple-double. I know I just started this podcast talking off talking about the all-star uh game and all-star team but come we need to win games <laughs> we need to win these games and we need to preserve guys imagine something happens um whether it's a, a, a accidental contact to somebody's head and he gets a flagrant suspension or injury or whatever let take the opportunities to rest when you can get them that's 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 my point of view you know this hornets squad has back-to-back games against the bucks coming up Saturday and Monday, both in Charlotte. They got the Sixers after that. So let me go back to what I just talked about. All right, the Bucks are a three seed right now. The Sixers are a fifth seed. If this Hornets team, which I don't think, nah, <laughs> I don't want to reverse jinx or anything like that. I'm just gonna say this: the Hornets are under underdogs in these next three games. Okay, if they can somehow pull this situation out with a positive record. So of these three games, if they can win two somehow, some way, that would be massive because you got the Magic, the Knicks, the Celtics, the Thunder, the Hawks, the Raptors, the Pacers after that. Listen to those names. I'm reading them off to you one more time. The run potential that this team can go on. Potential. I want to just say that word a bunch. Potential, 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 potential. All right. The run potential this squad can go on between if they can somehow pull out a positive result out of these next three games. After that, Magic, Knicks, Celtics, Thunder, Hawks, Raptors, Pacers. Come on. Come on. And then the West Coast guys come here. Lakers, Clip, whatever. That, that's a million years from now. That's, a, that's the end of this month. I don't even care about that. I'm just looking at this near period um, where it looks like all our guys are healthy. For the most part, Vernon Carey is the only player that's unavailable right now. I assume he'll be off um, out of, excuse me, out of health and safety protocols here shortly. Um, and also, if he's not, it's like not a big deal. He's not a big part of the rotation anyway. But for his own sake, I hope he gets, you know, out of the protocols and can be, you know, part of the squad, part of the part of the energy here all over again, once again, uh, when possible, whether it's here or Greensboro, what have you. But listen, I'm I am happy. I am glad what we, we what we saw last night with what we saw last night and how it played out. It's a good place to be as a fan base. And I'm worried about these next few games. But after that, light at the end of the tunnel, maybe you can make a push. And maybe who the hell knows? Mitch Kupchak may make a trade. Probably not. I really don't think anything happens in the trade market this year unless there's some crazy injury. You know, I'm knocking on wood. I really hope that's not the case. Um, But this team needs a center, man. Uh, (laughs) I was talking about this on stream last night. Um, (laughs) Trey Lyles, man. Okay. Trey Lyles is a guy who takes six shots per game on average. On average, all right? <laughs> That's his average output. He had that in the first half against the Hornets, right? He was pulling up threes. He was <laughs> trying to get involved in the half court a lot. It's, he didn't dominate us or anything like that. I do not want to overstate it. 
But when you have a guy like Trey Lyles at that high of a usage, it's a, it just it just it just a, a shines a light on the issues we have in center because we expect to be kind of dunked on literally uh, by opposing centers. You know the you know we got <laughs> we got uh, the Bucks coming up. You know, um, Bobby Portis will play some center for them. You know, they just waved DeMarcus Cousins. Um, Giannis is for with them. Sixers got Embiid. Like Jokic of the world, even the Stephen Adams of the world, will have a will have the Hornets will have a tough time against those guys. Trey Lau is out there doing the most in a game where you really really shouldn't, but the the circumstances kind of allow for that. Is this another indicator, man? We need to add to the depth. I have no issue with Mason Plumley. Uh, I just wish. Um, we just had more options, man. Just need a little more, 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 more choices to go to um, as we kind of continue to battle on this season. But I, I'm happy, man. I, I, this is a fun time to be a Hornets fan. And despite the weirdness the last week or so, this team is in a very good spot. A very good spot. And if you're unhappy with any of these previous results, I'm fair play. That's, that's you, man. That's you. I'm telling you, though, it could be worse. He could be a Pacers fan, or even worse, he could be a Hawks fan. Imagine coming in the season with all that expectation and, and being three games under five hundred. Imagine being a, being a Knicks fan coming into the season with all this expectation and being two games under five hundred. Hey, Celtics, you too. I never forget about y'all. We're up. We got a winning record. It's a new year, new Hornets. It's not the new Hornets. It's the same. It's the same team. You know, it's just saying. But anyway, listen, I'm out of here. All right. Happy New Year once again. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. I've been Sam. You've been great. See you next time. Peace. Perfect. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.